What's up, everybody? Good morning. This is the okay. Not For Normies podcast. Your place for any gaming news that you want to talk about. So this is me and Christian Diaz. What's up? What's going on, guys? Uh, so today, this week, we actually have a good number of things to talk about. Uh, but let's start it off with things that we're playing currently. Chris, what are you playing this week? What, what, what have you been um, playing this past week? I'm playing two basically classics that have come back. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition I've been playing. I never played Mass Effect in the past. And I'm also playing Zelda the Minish Cap right now as well. Mm. And I'm still, so, I'm, I'm still trying to get back to Octopath Traveler 2 as well. I'm hitting it every now and then, but that's such a big story-based game that I'm like playing other things around it as well. So this is the legendary edition of Mass Effect, right? Uh-huh. And what, what do you think of, like, you're, you're starting off, like, at the beginning, right? The first game? Yeah, yeah. I started at the first game. It's pretty yeah, so fun. So what do you think about it? I, I, so I had heard about Mass Effect growing up because it was such a big franchise as it was coming out, but I never had, because it was an Xbox exclusive and I never had an Xbox to play it on. And I was just never into like, like big shooter RPGs, but I really didn't know how big, like really how fully developed of like a, an RPG it was really like in terms of like the progression systems like the way that you level up in the game like how you get xp from doing like the smallest little things and honestly like the the dialogue between the characters is so nice everything is fully voiced i think the game came out in like 2007 like 2006 2007 or something like that and you know it like it holds up pretty well i mean this is the remastered edition so textures look different it obviously looks nicer plays nicer more smoother yeah yeah i'm looking at a side-by-side -side comparison between the two uh-huh and it looks it's night and day it oh, really is like night i would and actually day. love to see a side-by-side -side. let me look at that real quick yeah when you when you pull up when you just google uh mass effect legendary edition it pulls up ea's website and it it shows like it's basically an homage oh to my god i'd never everything mass effect yeah it's basically an homage to everything mass effect i didn't realize how about... bad this looked before jesus oh yeah it looked god awful it looked super bad <laughs> at least mass effect one but the thing is is that you're right i think that the game what really holds up what makes it hold up the most is the mm -hmm. fact that the story and the dialogue it's, and everything it's there. systems are really well made i feel like the combat exactly. feels nice even though it's a little clunky for like an over the it's like an over the shoulder shooter like third person uh but it plays like combat wise a little clunky i think it'll get better on two and three to be honest but i'm having a lot of fun with it and i just love these like really story based heavy games just because like, you can sit chill and just like listen to the dialogue and really get enveloped in the world honestly it's fully fleshed out javi like the the story the history the cultures like behind the different races in the game you learn about it all and it doesn't feel like a chore to learn about like the story in this game it happens it happens very very naturally and even though there's like a lot of dialogue like i'm talking like the first time you hit the main town like the hub of the game is called the citadel and it's like this main mm -hmm. main big ass city the first time you're there it's like really overwhelming and you're talking to literally everybody but once you get the hang of how things work and like how the journal works how your side quests work where you should be going and what you should be doing like it, you get in this real nice flow of playing the game and it's really enjoyable honestly i, I, I love the when, story love the yeah story. i was about to say it's like it's it's probably it probably at least when it comes to like a dialogue perspective it probably goes for like more of a witcher feeling and that you can talk to pretty much anybody you can 
you can converse with anyone. Mm -hmm. I think you can have relationships with pretty much anybody in the game, which is nuts. You can wait. You can have relationships of, in that game. Yeah, dude. I had no, no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> dude, I, I know Mass Effect went completely over my head as it was coming out. I was saying, I, I, I've never played it. I've never played this game. So like, I don't know. I didn't even know you can like have a relationship in this game. No, you, you can have multiple relationships in this game. <laughs> wait, really? That's so cool. Yeah, and I That's believe so everything that you that happens in Mass Effect mm -hmm. when you start when you start Mass Effect Two, all of those things mm -hmm. transfer over to Mass Effect Two, yeah. and then to Mass Effect Three, and then to when, or is it wait 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 all the decisions I've been making all of it. All transfer of the decisions that you yes all of Whoa. your decisions that's yes. actually kind of scary everything. I really everything. I, I really didn't know that. That's actually like that, if you kill somebody. I think if you kill somebody off, they don't show up in game in, in the second and third game. I honestly thought it was so much more low stakes. Like I I've been making decisions already. Like that I don't think have been a super big deal. <laughs> but I've been making I've been making the decisions like willy nilly. Like oh I'll be good here. I'll be bad here. I'll like do good shit here, bad shit here. And then I was thinking no, about remember. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, when, once I go to the second and the third game, it's like a new game anyway, so it'll be fine. But now that you're telling me that the choice is transferred no, over, like, that's... No, dude. Yeah. All the NPCs, they, they remember. They remember your save data. So they'll, like, if you if they know you as a dick from, from game one, uh -huh. they'll remember in game two and game three. Like, you'll have to regain their trust if you need them, or, like, all that other stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. I always get so nervous when, when playing those types of games because I always feel like my decision will end up screwing something over. Like, mm -hmm. or, or, or I always get like mad FOMO. Like, I, I'll make a decision and then I won't know whether or not I'll I get the that. right decision. I, get, I, I get such bad FOMO. I get yeah. such bad FOMO. This is but, a bigger thing in Western RPGs, like where choices determine like outcomes and endings and stuff like that because i feel like in a lot of jrpgs it's a lot more like good ending bad ending and like middle ending for a lot of like rpgs you know what, what I mean? about uh what about near automata though there's, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 14, no 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 no, there's, like, no there, yeah, you're, so, you're right you're right you're right yeah there there's there there are a few jrpgs that have like a lot of multiple endings like that star ocean yeah. was one that comes to mind as a lot as well i don't know if you've ever played any of the star ocean games but you like don't. No, I've you, never played any of the Star Wars. You, you, and there's you, a new one. The last two are so trash. The last really? two. Really? Like that? Wait, did you play the newest one? The newest one I haven't even played, but I played yeah. the, the one before that. And I'm I'm not. Dude, I just can't bother with the, even the new one. It's. It got mediocre reviews. I'm just not going to waste my time with it. Uh, yeah. Star, Star Ocean was at its best in, the, in 2D. And then the Till the End of Time for the PS2 was Star Ocean 3. That one mm. was like regarded as one of the better ones. Yeah. Like none of the three well, D ones did too well. Well, I definitely think that the I think I definitely think I, I'm gonna hop into Mass Mass Effect the Legendary Edition because you should, from man. the way because as far as like Mass Effect the the first game mm -hmm. obviously combat's gonna be dated because this game came out in 2007. I just looked it up right now. Yeah. This game came out in 2007. Obviously, this game is old. So. When it comes to certain things, it will be dated. But when it comes to like two and three, those games are going to be a lot better when it comes to like their systems, the way yeah. that everything is fleshed out. I'm looking at footage uh, of Mass Effect 2 right now. Mass Effect 2 already looks better. Like, yeah. The way the UI looks and shit like that, like it already looks better. Man, it's crazy how much everything is kind of hopped up. 
Yo, I'm honestly so surprised this game was made in 2007. Because I'm thinking of another game that came out around the same time. I think Final Fantasy X came out... 10 came out 2006? Uh, I'm about to find out right now. Final oh, Fantasy 2001. 10. Never mind, never mind, yeah. never mind. I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe it was 10 Was it 13? No. When did 13 come out? Because I'm trying to get a reference. 13 was 2009. When did 12 come out? I'm trying to get a reference oh, of like what games looked Final like Fantasy. back then. So so this is the closest. Final Fantasy 12 was 2006. Dude, I, I oh, think... Oh, the Zodiac Age? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it, be, before Zodiac Age came out, just the original 12. It's just because I'm just making like a comparison difference to the type of game and like the way they look and play. I think yeah. I think Mass Effect was a big deal for when it came out, man. Like in terms of what it was accomplishing for like was there another shooter RPG of its caliber around that time? Cuz like Borderlands was when Oh uh, no, when you when you talk about over the shoulder like that, I always think of Gears of War. Borderlands was I'm 2009. Like... No wait. What? That doesn't make sense. Borderlands right. When did Gears of War come out? Because Gears of War is not RPG-ish, is, is it? It's it's very just no, run when, and gun. No, yeah, exactly. It's it's very run and gun. The story is is linear. Yeah. The story is linear. So everything else is there's no open world. There's no having relationships with people. There's no decisions to be made. It's destroy everything, blow everything up, and that's it. Okay, so yeah, so uh, Gears of War, but Gears, but when it comes to the combat, when it comes to combat, because you're talking about something that's over the shoulder, Gears of War came out 2006. That uh, the yeah, Mass yeah. Effect, Mass it Effect feels, came it out feels very Gears of War with with the over the shoulder camera. Now that I'm thinking, can of you it. can you like go under like certain like can you go behind? It's a uh, lot of cover. Yeah, yeah, the cover is yeah. a big deal. Yeah, so if so that, like a that, big deal, this that was just the systems. That was the yeah. systems at the time. So, like, mm -hmm. around then, it was, like, OG Halo. I think Halo 2. Was Halo 3 out? I don't think so, no? I think it was, like... I love Halo 3. I, I think it was Halo, Halo like, 1 and 2 out at the same... At that time, and then I don't even... Did Call of Duty have Modern Warfare at that point? Maybe Modern Warfare 1? So... No, Halo... The original Halo came out in 2001. I know, but when did Halo 3 come out? Halo 3? Mm -hmm. I was, like, around... Like, I, I feel like this was around my, Listen, my that, high that, school days. That, that time, Yeah, right? 2007. Yeah, 2007. Yeah, yeah. Everybody so, was doing it. So the biggest shooters around this time were Halo 3, Mass Effect 1, and, like, Gears of War. And so it's just, like... But it, it, it does look like that. It, does, it honestly does look like Gears of War, now that you mention it. Because I only played a bit of Gears of War 1. Because it gives me those vibes. It, this is, like... No, it does... It honestly, even though some of the weapons sort of feel like Gears of War weapons, like how, uh, like the feedback that you get from the weapon. Yeah, um, this definitely gives me like Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 vibes, where it's the way that that those games looked mm -hmm. and felt were very similar. Were very similar. In terms of its and genre, I really want to know. Sorry to interrupt. I really want to know. Um, like. Is it really like the first shooter RPG of its kind? Because like before that, I only I only recognized Borderlands as like kind of like a first person shooter with RPG but elements. Also you RPG know? elements, yeah. Like with I, RPG elements, yeah. I think I, so. I honestly can't think of like another one. Bioshock, maybe. Uh, was that around the same time? Two thousand seven. Wow. Bro. Yeah. So this was an age of like basically. This is around when that started, like first-person RPGs, um, oh, with just progression like systems, like first-person shooters with progression systems, basically. Yeah, this was in uh, Unreal Engine 2. That's really like, interesting. All these, 
this is so yeah this Mass, is so Mass, Mass Effect might have been a trailblazer in that type of genre to be honest now that I think Mass about Effect, it yeah there were a lot of good games out in 2006 2007 now I'm looking at everything I'm like they they came out with Bioshock because P- PS3 was 2006 that that was yeah. the that was the era of next gen PS3 mm-hmm. Xbox 360 right? yeah so yeah. I'm playing that and I'm also playing Zelda the Minish Cap. Big nostalgia yes. vibes. I mentioned it last week how... Well, I mentioned it two weeks ago how I was never going to pay for the Game Boy fucking Nintendo Switch online subscription because it's a waste of money. Yep. And I need uh-huh. more I need more games on my emulator. I can't just fucking be playing Metroid and you Zelda. You have all of the games on your emulator. Which <laughs> I, so I have an emulator with all the games anyways. I yeah, yeah, yeah. you. I gave you every game. I know, on I GTA. know, I know, I know. And but it's it's really? about the feel, you know. It's about the feel of a playing it on the Switch and then also on the big screen. Like I guess I could connect the Retroid Pocket to the to, TV, to, to right? The TV. Through yeah. a. It, I should, it, it, I should it, just it, be it, doing that, to be honest. But yeah, whatever. but the thing is, is that it doesn't play as fluid. That's why I got it. I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't play as fluid. I, Yo, fuck this same. stupid fucking chicken mini game. I'm watching footage of Minish Cap right now, and you know that fucking uh, cuckoo mini game where you have to capture the cuckoos and throw them back in the fucking the the nest. You know what I'm talking about? And then you <laughs> you get like rupees for catching the cuckoos all over town. Yeah, dude, I was playing with Melissa. Oh my god, dude, I was going crazy. Like I was literally about about to have an aneurysm, fucking catching those fucking cuckoos because you have to catch like six of them in fifty seconds. You gotta like. Oh my gosh, you're so. Violent. You you gotta you gotta learn the fucking town map like it's a cod map. You gotta know every yeah. nook and cranny of the damn town to catch all these chickens. And then bring them yeah. back in town. It, it, that one was rough. That so, was really dude, hard. Dude, these old school platforming games, like these old school Zelda games, are ruthless. Like, yeah, they don't not, care. They not, don't care about not, your feelings whatsoever. Not meant for kids. It looks no. like a kid game, but it's so... I, I You know, it's so funny because I've, I've been playing Minish Cap, and I swear we got, I think, like a couple hours into the game. And then it, we reached a point in video games that I've never reached before in a long time where you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Oh, yeah. You know that crazy. feeling? You, you, like, yes. you, you haven't had that feeling in such a long time because games are so streamlined now to tell you, like, give you waypoints, tell you exactly where to fucking go. You know what I mean? And in this oh, and, game... And, uh, it, and when you get to that point where you don't know what you're doing, you can literally press start and look through your... cat. Like, look through your, do what you need to do, what your main quests are, and then your side quests, and everything's kind of, like, yeah. laid out for you very easily. Back then, if you turn off your game, and you come back, you'll have to remember, be like, what am I doing? That's what's crazy. What, there's what do no, I have to do? Especially in Zelda I? games, there's no, there's, there's no, no fucking, there, there's, there's, there's no quest line. You know what I mean? It's just, like, they tell yeah. you capture the elements or like mm-hmm. go to the shrines or whatever the fuck right and it's up to you to figure out which order you're able to do those things in you know mm-hmm. with the items that you have and it's like it's great game design and i mean that's honestly what makes zelda what it is but i yeah. started to remember as a kid how much i would get lost in this game where i just like wouldn't know what the fuck to do like didn't know where the fuck to go like i'm so glad i have the experience of playing it as a kid because now playing it with melissa i know like oh shit you need this item for this you need this item for this you need to start going over here but uh, no but there, there's still plenty of moments where i get lo- where i got lost playing that game no no where for real, the yeah. amount of backtracking that you have to do when you play that game 
you kind of do you remember the, the kinstone pieces do you remember like the kinstone fusion those pieces you would go up to other npcs and you would fuse those pieces together and it was like a puzzle you would have to collect all these random puzzle pieces go up to random npcs and fuse the pieces with them and sometimes that would lead sometimes that would lead to you uncovering like uh, a section of the main story so yes. like so sometimes dude you Whoa. have to sometimes you have to go around town to every random townsperson fusing kinstone pieces with them until you unlock something on the world that like needed to get unlocked from that puzzle i hated doing this dude dude there so like so many you would legitimately get stuck somewhere because you couldn't find this kinstone piece oh yeah. my god bro it's been a minute you know i beat this game i beat this game on my way when i was traveling to go visit erica my fiance's when i went to go visit her family in ecuador and it was this so was funny because i was playing you're playing, this, you're no, playing no, 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 it like no, on no. the retro pocket yeah i was playing on the retro pocket uh-huh and I was playing it on the on the flight over there. I was playing it everywhere because like I had never beaten this game. I was like, oh, I want to play Minish Cap because I always hear such high high praise for yeah. Minish Cap. I want to play it. I want to beat it. And it's my off, favorite. It's my favorite 2D Zelda game, right next to Link to the Past. What about Link's Awakening? Um, I like in order the best 2D uh, games to me. I like a Link to the Past the best. Yeah, it's Minish nice. Cap. <laughs> Minish Cap. And then a link between worlds. A link between Ooh, worlds no, was a fire. Link, no, 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 no. No, a link no, no, between no. worlds have... was fire, bro. Like so no, no, good. No, no. I have, I have, I have. Now, now that you say that, it's a link between worlds first for me. Uh huh. Because it was the first two D Zelda game that I beat outright. Really? I blew, I blew through that game. I obliterated that game. It was that game, then a link to the past, then Minish Cap, then a Link's Awakening. Though Link's Awakening on Switch, the remake for it is wow, bro. No, no, it's like really good. You, That's the cartoony wow. one that I that you lent me, right? Yeah. The more chibi, chibi esque one. Yeah, Link yeah. Link's Awakening was really good, man. I I had a lot of fun with it. I played that one with Melissa as well, and we beat it pretty fast. A Link to the Past just holds like a special place in my heart. That was the mm -hmm. first Zelda game that I played and also beat. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I would Link be totally down to see one of those games. Imagine Minish Cap or A Link to the Past in that art style. Mm -hmm. In that in like the three D world or like or like no, the, the old like, school in, Link to the Past. To, like old school Link to the Past, mm -hmm. but like in the Link's Awakening look, mm, like okay. the new one, the remake for it. Yeah. Like imagine both of those worlds colliding. Oh my god. I I, I guess just because like trip, man. I guess no. I guess it's You're just listening. because of the, the, the nostalgia. Money. But I like the pixel art more. The pixel art for like this game and a link to the past like is more pleasing to look at in my opinion than Link's Awakening. Not that I had a problem with the cheapiness of it, but it was just like I love the pixel art so much in Minish Cap. Minish yeah. Cap just has no, such and a and it still holds up. It still holds up. It has such a magical feeling to it. Also, did you know that this game was made by Capcom? Which game? Zelda Minish Cap. Zelda almost... Minish Cap was made by Capcom? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry. Developed by Capcom and flagship with Nintendo overseeing the development process. Yeah, it was Cap a it was oh, a big crazy. deal. What? It was a big deal that this game was like one of the only ones right next to Yeah. No way. Look, Capcom is the only third-party video game development company to have developed the Legend of Zelda titles in collaboration with Nintendo's 
Nintendo, they designed Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Four Swords, and the Minish Cap. Have you played Oracle of Seasons or Oracle of Ages? No, but I hear that it play. It's it's just. It like has a, it, it has a very very similar feel to Minish Cap. The the feel of the game feels like Minish Cap, and it feels like a link to the past. But Oracle yeah. Seasons and Ages is nice too. It's it has very unique features with this like overworld and the seasons or the ages, however you want to look at it with with what game you pick up because it has like a, a like a pokemon aspect where it's like you pick up either ages or seasons right yeah. and then like it it messes with the story too because like you're either going to be changing seasons throughout the game or you're going to be going back in time and forward in time so it's like you're either messing with time or you're messing with the seasons for for different puzzles or like different story aspects um i feel like just for that reason i would probably want to try out seasons before i try ages just because all these Zelda games have some type of time aspect to them. Mm-hmm. Even Seasons technically is a time factor. It's just very different than like going back in time or going forward in time. So I would definitely want to try out Seasons before I try Ages. Mm-hmm. But I've never played those games. Once again, it's one of those games I, I never picked up. Yeah, because that was on that was on the Game Boy Color, I events? believe. Was it Game Boy Color? Um, I think it was Game Boy Color. I think it was I, Game Boy I Color. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Game Boy Color, yeah. But I think they might have re-released them as like a package deal, though. I don't know. I could, I could be wrong. Whatever. Point is, Minish Cap, great game. And I, uh, I found out that, like, I found out just recently that it was made by Capcom. And I, I find that to be really, honestly, pretty cool that, like, another video game developer like help develop a main nintendo game like zelda um yeah and to trust them with with an ip as beloved as zelda because zelda if you mess up their ip man and you know the community would be hot the community would be hot don't even think about the the backlash from nintendo think of us yeah we'll come after you bro my goodness that would suck yeah and i I love the feel of this game. Like Capcom really hit the feel of this game really well. It it does feel like really magical in a way. Like Minish Cap, like with with the pickery, the little people that you turn into and stuff like that, and you see around the world, and you get to see like there, you get to see like different pickery. Like the they're the Minish people, right? You, yeah. The Minish people that you see are different in different parts of the world. So like when you go to the mountains and you go small and you see the Minish people that live there. They look different than the Minish people that live in the forest. Or they yeah. look different than the Minish people that live in the swamp. And mm-hmm. I thought that was such a unique touch to, like, help develop the culture and also the world. And it, it's just so nice, honestly. Like, it, it has such a great feel of a game. It yeah. definitely aged very well. Like, playing this game playing this game now, like, well, like a couple of months ago. But playing this game as of late uh-huh. and beating it all the way through, it's definitely a game that holds up very well. And I'm actually glad that this is the reason why you, you actually got the, the Nintendo game with... switch subscription. The yeah, switch online subscription. Yeah. I, I knew when you told me that you were going to play Minish Cap, I was like, Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna freaking love this game. You're gonna love this game. Cause it ages so well. I, I blew through this game. Like, I blew through Minish Cap. It's such a good game. It's yeah. such a good game. The 2D Zelda games are very easy to, like, just, like, beat very fast. Like, beat in, like, one sitting and not get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, or not one sitting, but one, like, week or one, a couple weeks, like, a short period of time. Like, I've never played a 2D Zelda game, and then it take me months. You know? Like, yeah. like Ocarina of Time took me months. It took me months. 
months. You know what I mean? Major Majora's Mask took me months. But like, I never beat that game. It's so hard. So it was so. As a kid, dude, those games you do not know where the fuck to go. You don't know what to do. You don't know what the fuck to do. Like you don't know what the fuck you're collecting. You know, like no, those games are hard. But the two D Zelda games have in my opinion have always been such like clean neat experiences where it's like like if you want to beat it fast you can beat it fast and if you want to fully complete the game and get all the heart containers and everything else it's not that much more time it's just like yeah. it's like maybe three to five more hours of like exploring mm -hmm. and looking for shit and figuring things out you know what i mean but like i don't know I could I could talk about Zelda nonstop. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a, well it's definitely not something like playing Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask was always really hard for me. Even uh, Breath of the Wild is a game that I sunk in so much time in just mm -hmm. exploring and just going from like literally end to end, from corner to corner, exploring everything. I spent days playing that game, bro. Like how you like the way that you play, uh, what's it called? The way that you play, uh, dra uh, dra uh dra I was gonna say Dragon Quest, but it's not Dragon Quest. Um, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. The way that you play Monster Hunter is the way that I played Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yo, I was I like that with Breath of the Wild too. Every bit of it. Breath of the Wild was literally a full time job for me at one point, where I was I like, where I was literally like farming materials. Like, you remember the the dragons in Breath of the Wild? how like their horns and claws were worth a lot of money so like for a while i remember i was so into farming that game i learned like the spawn location of uh Farosh. he's like the lightning dragon or whatever and he would yeah. spawn out of this lake so you would make a campfire like right by where he spawns you would go to sleep wake up and he would spawn right there you would go into bullet time with your bow and arrow shoot his horn three times reset go to sleep wake up again he spawns again shoot his horn three times dude you do that like 15 times and then there's like horns all over the field and you sell all of that for fucking nine thousand rupees like but That's like I, I was doing nuts. i was doing that like as like a job bro like i was literally treating it like i would wake up in the morning and fucking actually do that shit for like an hour farm hardcore and then i do the same thing farming for arrows there is a way for to farm arrows in that game. Like Breath of the Wild was honestly such a good like, and you know, then, so like it was almost uh, like an I, MMO experience, but like single yeah. player. You know, in terms of how much it had to offer mm -hmm. for the you player. You know, you know that game has a. I, I as you're talking about farming, it just reminded me that they that Japan released. You know how Japan has like those really cool things that they give people when they get like collector's editions for the game or like certain special editions for like their game for their games mm -hmm. for the for tears of the kingdom there's an edition where you can get a fork and a spoon i don't know why this is a thing i just think it's so cool that japan has all these really interesting random things that they give people when they yeah. get specific editions <coughs> for the games like we always get like we always get like a statue which we is always, always get really a, nice. we always get like a steel case with an action figure and like an art book and a soundtrack yeah that's our collector's editions but japan gets such weird stuff man it's so cool it's so cool like where <laughs> I, the I really you... like the i know you have because i've seen at your place the the Sekiro sword when you pre-order oh, Sekiro yeah. you got that sword that little figurine no 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 that was their special edition so I oh, got yeah, their yeah. special edition I, I had gotten the, that to you with the figure with the figure with Sekiro with like it's him like in a pose with like his sword and then three coins which I thought were really cool and then a sword that acts as a letter opener a letter opener 
Mm-hmm. That was yeah. I, I have that. That's um, really cool. So what are you playing? So right now I'm I'm playing two games. I'm playing Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon, and then I'm playing Atomic Heart. Uh, I wanted to play Atomic Heart because I really wanted to know how because it got mixed reviews. It got it got mixed reviews on IGN. Oh, on IGN it gave it an eight. It gave mm-hmm. it an eight. It was it, it's it's good. Like it's a fun game. It's a yeah. cool atomic punk game. But I, I've seen other people give it like six out of tens or like sixties. So oh, it's yeah. it's ranging from like six out of ten to like eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. And to me, that's to me that's a really big deal. Like a six out of ten game, I'm not buying. I I'm, I'm oh, honestly no. I'm not, not doing. Not it. I'm not buying no. it. Like because no, no. I'm just not gonna waste my time with a game that's seen as like average to be, like mediocre you know i'm just not gonna waste my time with that um mm-hmm. but an 8 out of 10 game i would try i would buy i would try i might even have a lot of fun with it you know what i mean but so it's like i don't know when it comes to like these mixed reviews type game i always stay away from them man i that's why like cyberpunk 2077 never like i turned a blind eye to it because like i just didn't want i just didn't want it to be bad i just didn't want it to be bad and everyone gave it such mixed reviews and like even now it seems like even with after all the patches and stuff like it plays well but people still have issues with it like i just don't want to mess with it but with atomic heart if you're playing it on ps5 it actually runs very well though my cousin just jumped in it's so funny because people are playing this game now Cyberpunk? cyberpunk now yeah they're mm-hmm. playing cyberpunk now on on pc and ps5 and people are are, are loving the game because it's a good game like underneath all of the bugs even though mm-hmm. like well this is when it first came out even though underneath all the bugs it is a good game because it has good mechanics it has a strong story you can do literally anything in this game you can look any way you can do everything you want in this game it's nuts how much yeah, yeah. how much they pack into one game i really like the, the just... feel of atomic hearts i mean i'm looking at i'm looking at the footage right now a review by ign it definitely that... plays like bioshock it definitely plays like no bioshock. it looks like, like even now... when even when you do the powers you extend your hand out like you, you do the powers in in bioshock with the plasmids or whatever the eve yeah like so the, so uh you're given like a glove that bio like it's it's like integrated into your nervous system or mm-hmm. something like that or it, like your neural network or whatever yeah those and, female robots are so hot oh bro it's wild like, <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird There's i, I love that i honestly love that i'm gonna leave it at that there's some very sexual things in this game. If you're a parent, uh, I would highly recommend you play this game for yourself before you give it to your kid, because I wouldn't give it to my kid. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the they made a they made a really unique world. I I, I mean it, the feel of it looks good. I really like how it's like like some type of dystopian future where like the robots come after you. They're programmed to like see you okay, as an enemy so, or something like that. So this you is, had said. So this is backstory. This is what you learn very early on in the game. So this is not really a spoiler. It's just it is like the very beginning of this game. So uh World War Two ends, Russia wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Russia wins and then they make this dystopian world where every everything is run by robots, basically. Everything is run by robots. We're basically just people in a robotic world. And basically, it's talking about, like, at some point in time, the robots just go absolutely apeshit. And something goes wrong with their with their systems, where they start seeing every single human being as a, 
as an enemy. And so they start attacking them. I at this point in the game, I don't know why. I have I have no idea as to what made all these robots just go ape shit. It's just it is what it is. So when it comes to like story aspect, it really doesn't there's no like logical explanation for everything. Who it's are just, you? Who who are you as the main character? I believe you are a an engineer. I think you're an engineer. Like one of the head engineers because people talk to you but you but you fought in the war. So you're a war hero, but you're also like an engineer. So you un you kind of you have a lot of so this is like USSR, this is Russia, so the way that they talk about everything, like everything seems kind of like censored where people <coughs> are like the, the main character is like, oh, you know, I'm going to shoot it like it's like I could definitely use these types of weapons, you know, at a shooting range. Yeah, like very, very like holding back what he actually feels because he fought in the war. But also he's like, I'm also low key kind of a psycho. I think he is kind of a psycho. He kind of just holds everything back so, when so you're the... fighting. So the story kind of takes a step back, huh? From the reviews and stuff like that, like the story. Oh yeah, I think I think story took a back seat. I think there's a lot of so you know how Bioshock has a lot of environmental storytelling. It's 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 about the world. Yeah, Bioshock you is about the get world. A lot. You yeah, get a you, lot. Yeah, you learn as you play. You know. You yeah, get... you get a lot of a backstory from. You know how. Uh, in Bioshock, you picked up like those cassette tapes and you played the cassettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the same thing here. It's not like cassettes, but there's something like cassettes. So that's how you get. get that's like, how you get your lore. Yeah. I, I, I actually personally, I collected the crap out of those things in Bioshock because yeah, I loved, I loved getting backstory. Those audio but, files were so way. nice, and it was telling. Yeah, like, the it was just. A, yeah, it's. It, it Yo, this it, like, fight I'm looking at right now is crazy. Oh my god, have you done a boss fight in this game? The boss fights look cool. I'm gonna tell you from the first big fight that I had, where uh -huh. it locked me off into a big fight. My PS5 chuck really what were you fighting was it this it was like volleyball looking thing was it this ball no no no, no, no. no? okay no 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 but i i really hope you know as I, i'll i'll jump back into ps5 every now and again because right now i play i'm playing so much of my switch that i haven't even given my switch a chance that's funny i'm, I'm like, the other way right now i'm on the ps5 right now nonstop. yeah so i've been playing so much of my switch so far that mm -hmm. it gives my my playstation 5 a good amount of time to be like here's like what you missed and you'll find like a lot of a lot of uh what's it called i forget what it's called um oh my god i can't remember you like, you, you leave a lot your... of updates no 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 i'll oh, leave okay. it i'll leave it to update a lot of stuff mm -hmm. so i think it actually i think i saw something the other day that there was a like that i got an update for atomic heart so i think they have been patching the game to make yeah. it run better uh-huh now do i give a crap that the story is not that great like it's it, it's kind of like skin deep in terms of like when like what people say like i mean not all not all games need to have a fantastic story it's mm -hmm. the same thing with like gears of war when it comes to any like fps like story is like a very minor thing to making sure that the get the core gameplay is good and the core gameplay for atomic cart is good which is why it looks fun it looks fun oh yeah it's a, it's 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 a fun game i feel like when this game is on sale people should get it yeah I, I, i'll think about picking it up on sale um yeah how, how do you have powers like uh, you pick them up okay so this is another uh moment where i tell everybody that there's three 
hypersexualized automatons in this game. Uh-huh. And the one that gives you all the powers is into some really BD- BDSM type stuff. I'm like, yo, this, this, That's pretty cool. this one's kind of a freak. This one's kind <laughs> of a freak. <laughs> and I kind of so like that though. I, I like I like that they're out there with it. I, I like oh yeah, that. they they don't care. I I, yeah. I actually really like the fact that you know because you don't really see that stuff all the time. So yeah, it's really I, I've never I've never heard of a super hypersexualized robot in a video game before. So uh, neither have I. I'm, so I'm I thought it was I I didn't really know that going in like not too much. I had saw I clips of it. I, I had I had saw like a scene of like her in stilettos like jamming it down on you and like like, like she, she she kicks you in the face and like I had seen like scenes like that. And I had seen scenes of like the two robot girls like hugging each other or some shit. I'm like, oh, this is freaky. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the way that you get your powers. So you remember in Bioshock where there's like this vending machine? Yeah, yeah. So the vending machine that they have in Atomic Heart is the sexualized automaton thingy. Yeah. Are you literally you having have... sex with them and then having powers? No, no, no. You, you, you have to play it yourself. You have to check. You have to see this for yourself because it's it's easy to explain it. But when you watch it for the first time, you're like, what in God's creation is happening? I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's not, it's not you having sex. Eventually, it's just like, it's, it's just talking, it's just talking to it, or it's just upgrading, like how you uh-huh. would normally upgrade. It's just your first interaction with, I don't even remember what it's called, uh, with the vending machine thingy. And so it gives you all the powers and whatever but you have to find all these things all these knickknacks to in order to upgrade your your person so yep. it's it's very i guess rpg in that way where you have to kind of uh like there's a, a nice progression j- system like you don't have to just be like oh i'm gonna upgrade my my lightning bolts or my plasma grenades or whatever like you can upgrade your weapons like your guns you get like this axe thing. It's really cool. Like it's it it like those systems are a lot of fun. So I definitely recommend this game. Uh, I don't think I would recommend this game right now. If you're trying to get this game, I'm gonna wait for a sale. I would definitely wait for a sale. This honestly this game, also seems like something that may be a PS Plus game, like three to six months from now. I say like mm-hmm. ha- I say like half a year by now. This game's like a PS Plus game. It just oh, yeah. it just kind of seems like that to me. Or maybe not not a PS Premium like a uh, like a, a like a PS... monthly game like one of the monthly games like you know how yeah. every month they'll have like a PS Five oh, yeah, exclusive sure. and then like two indie games like I feel like this will be like the big game that comes out for that month and then there'll be like two indie games that come out. Wasn't um, there like a really good now talking about that Wasn't Horizon that a pretty good game? Her- Horizon was the last one Forbidden West came out. Uh, oh, so this month it's the Outer Worlds, which is mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of jumping ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, the the, the, the... oh my god. Okay, so we definitely have to talk about it because one of the yeah. games is actually kind of nuts because that game literally just came out, and for everybody who bought that game, I'm so sorry, but wait, which I'm getting it free? It's Sonic Frontiers. Oh, it's free. It's free, Yo, bro. Re- rest, in, rest in pepperoni, bro. Rest in peace, R.I.P. <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw it, I was like, no way. Get cucked. Get cucked, guys. Come on. Oh, my God. I Come can't on. believe it. That's your, be your fault for buying a bad game. This is so depressing. This is so depressing. Oh Wait, how God. many months is the game out before it went free? Yo, I can't believe it's free. How many months? That game came out this, this, that game came out this year. 
No way. Let me see. Sonic Frontiers. I've not even playing. Released it. Yo, and that's so crazy too because it's like Nintendo. You know, well, it came out November eighth. It says here. Isn't oh, it came out last year. November eighth. But, but still, like five months. Dude, that's from eight. That's five Le- months. Less than six months. Less than half a year, and it's free. No, no that that's. Way, dude, that's crazy. That's really crazy. Yeah. That's actually insane. Oh my god. Okay. Well, so spoiler. But the, yeah, that's crazy. That's honestly kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. So um, you're you're also playing uh, Bayonetta Origins, right? Yes, and I love Bayonetta Origins. It is a fantastic game. Uh, not just for not just for the aesthetic, because personally, I I just love the watercolor esque look to it. Mm-hmm. The gameplay itself is very fluid. I have, if there are any frame drops, I don't notice them. If there are any at all, I think. IGN gave this game a nine out of ten. Oh wow! Oh yeah, it's a. I, I would pop. I'd probably give it on the low end. I'd probably give it a low eighty. On the high end, I'd definitely give it like a ninety three, ninety four, like a solid nine, like a solid nine. It yeah. definitely gets like a. So, I I definitely understand why it got like a solid nine. What do you um? So it doesn't play like a bayonetta game, does it? No. This is not this is not a bayonetta game. Because it looks this like it looks like a it looks like a DS game. So it, it looks I'm like a DS RPG. You, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna explain to you how the mechanics work for this game. You control two different things. So you control so you control you control Cereza and then you control her familiar, which is Cheshire. Cheshire is like her cat doll thing and what you do with her, like, and so early on in the game, they it, it kind of explains to you that Ch- that Cereza is not a very strong witch. She's learning. She's learning to become like a full fledged witch, but she doesn't really. So when it comes to the Umber witches, all of their familiars, the reason why they have their hair so long, mm-hmm. is because they use their hair to as a. I'm sorry. Can you as hear a my, conduit? Can you hear as a conduit? Part? As a medium. Huh? Can, you, can you hear no, my dog barking? Okay, okay. I can't. Okay, keep going. So, so the Umber witches use their hair as a as a as a medium for demons to to basically they basically possess their hair yeah. and they can transform them into like the clothes that they wear into like demons that attack other people, which is why you always see Bayonetta like running in with her hair flipping everywhere and and like the way that her hair kind of like embellish like envelops her body which is kind of nuts so Reza can't do that because she's a very young witch who is very inexperienced wait, so wait, she wait, uses... wait. i don't even know oh, sorry i haven't i've only played bayonetta one <laughs> Cereza, she's she's not like the main girl just no, younger uh no Cereza, no 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 this is not bayonetta okay 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 yeah. So this is like as a different far, girl. As far as I'm concerned, because I haven't played enough into the game, maybe it is. I have no idea. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's Bayonetta before Bayonetta before beca- before she becomes her. But okay. as of right now, this is who she is. As far as I know her, she is Cereza. Cereza is a very young witch, and she's basically she basically gets like this vision. That tells her that she needs to follow this white wolf uh, to help her save her, uh, to follow this white wolf. So she is like imbued with like this very strong power to help her save her mother. I think Bayonetta is her mother. 
I think that's what it is. Isn't that's... this meant to be like a prequel or no? Yes, I think it's a prequel. I'm pretty sure it's either a prequel or this would because you know there there's some theories now that this game is a prequel to Bayonetta 4 and oh, yeah. I kind of believe it because there are a lot of things story-wise that could lead into that direction. It's kind of crazy how how this game came out so quickly after Bayonetta 3. I'm very I'm very curious to see uh where they go with it in terms of or what they do with it in as they move forward into Bayonetta 4. I'm very curious to see where where they go with it. Yeah. But um but the way that you control the game. So this is gameplay, actual gameplay. Gameplay you are controlling Cereza with the left joystick and then you control Cheshire with the right joystick. So you're dual sticking two different things, mm -hmm. which is kind of why the combat seems a lot slower. It's a lot more methodical. You kind of have to think, but there's so, there are a lot of different things moving on screen. So you kind of can't move like you kind of move. But obviously for somebody who who at least for myself, I can only focus on one thing at a time. And it's kind of difficult to like make sure everybody's moving in the right direction so that right. when I'm fighting different monsters, I'm not getting my ass kicked by them. It doesn't seem that hard, at least right now, but it definitely, uh, there are a lot it looks of fun, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No. It's, it's a lot of fun. It de at least like the combat is a lot of fun. It's pretty, it's pretty basic, but the, uh, but the actual fighting is fun. The puzzles in that game are a lot of fun too. Uh -huh. There's not, there's not a lot of, uh, it doesn't seem that difficult as of right now. I, I don't think it's, at least the puzzles. I hear later on down the road that the puzzles tend to get a little bit more on the harder side. But as of right now, I don't think it's a very difficult, the, the, the puzzles are very difficult, but it's also teaching you. So I think as time moves on, it's I'm going to really enjoy playing the puzzles it's definitely not like any of the other Bayonetta games. It's not Bayonetta 1. This is a Bayonetta 2 or 3. This is its own thing. I really, And as its own standalone game, I'm really enjoying this game. And the story too. Like the story is great. And the art style is very different than any other Bayonetta game. Or any other game that I've played. Apart from some JRPGs that yeah. kind of give this like watercolor-esque look to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, and, looking at it. It sort of looks like Oninaki. Like, I've just recently been playing Oninaki. It looks very similar. Like, just the over-the-head combat. Like, it's just top-down. And just the, the softness of the characters and the art style and how it looks. Like, it just seems like Oninaki to me. Even even the... Can you, even, move, the cam can you it, move the camera in, an, in Oninaki? No, it's fixed. It's fixed? It's, fixed? it's yeah. the same thing here. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah, it's fixed. It's, it kinda, it's it, a very similar feel type of game in terms of the combat. <coughs> <coughs> even even the, the yeah even the hit stun and the like the pace at which the game plays like it looks very similar but i mean i love these type of games that's why i said when i first looked at it that it looks to me like a ds rpg i didn't mean that in a bad way that it looks outdated i mean that it looks like it looks like it came out during a time of like very heavy ds rpgs that were like this like top down action oriented mm -hmm. like i played like a lot of, a lot of the mana games were like this on the in the early days like for the game boy and ds mm -hmm. um but no it looks fun i think i i think i want to buy it to be honest how much is it uh it's a full game it's a full game also oh, so 60 it's, it's it's a solid 60 
Uh, oh, I, I will tell this for anybody who wants to pick up the game. It definitely plays into like that whole storybook aspect. So uh, the whenever it goes into like a talking scene, it'll flip to like a like a storybook. Uh-huh. So if people get kind of if, if people want to play Bayonetta Origins for like just sole combat, there's a lot of dialogue in this game. For me, who actually enjoys dialogue, especially when it really encapsulates what's going on, I loved it. Like I'm really invested in it. I'm really invested in the the storyline and the way that it looks and the action and everything. So I'm I'm invested in it. But for for people that that are not really into story or thinking that this is a, a, another Bayonetta game, it's not it's not that. But for what it is, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Well, now I'll talk about the Retroid Pocket Flip, which uh, you yeah. have had the retro. Well, I think you have had the most investment into emulators. I've played a lot of emulators on PC, but you've had the most investment into like actual physical emulators. Yeah, so I, I I'm a big believer in Retroid Pocket, so I gave you your your Retroid Pocket two plus uh two plus, and mm-hmm. actually I even have mine like my Retroid Pocket three right here. This is the three, not the three plus. Um, it works great. Uh, I love uh, using emulators, just being able to play different like di- different consoles, SNES, NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games, all those things. Yeah, for me, I, I, well, even for at Retroid Pocket, you can uh, with the Retroid Pocket, you can uh, play uh, since it's an Android device. You can play a bunch of Android games too. You can even play um, what's it called? I have a my uh what's it called uh GTA Vice City on there mm-hmm. like the Android ver- version of that game and it's mm-hmm. just a lot of fun and uh like they came so I I personally didn't want to get the Retro Pocket Three Plus because I just I I'm there are, there are a lot of people in the community that were really pissed off because the Retro Pocket Three Plus came out I believe only a cu- like I think a month a month after the Retro Pocket Three that kind of sucks. I'd be, I'd, I'd be, yeah, I'd be off. upset. I'd be upset too. And what's the difference yeah, between the plus and the three? I think there's there's a difference in memory. Mm-hmm. I think it's a difference in memory. I think that's really it. There might have been a bigger battery. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So there's a instead of getting a four thousand milliamp hour battery, battery, there's a forty five. So better battery life, always a good thing. In the in the RP3 Plus, there's four, there's four gigs LP DDR4 RAM mm-hmm. instead of three. And then on onboard storage, there's 32 gigs for the three. And then on the RP3 Plus, it's 128 gigs uh, EMMC storage. What's the price difference? So, like, so? I think now, I think they're about the same price. Oh, wow. Retroid Pocket 3 Plus is 150. Mm-hmm. I, I have the I have the flip specifications up right now in front of me. It's uh it looks pretty oh nice. Oh no, I mean okay. So the Retro Pocket Three costs one twenty, mm-hmm. and the Three Plus costs one fifty. And For the me, flip now, the flip is now is going to be a retail of what? One sixty. One sixty. Okay. I find now. For people that uh have been following Retro Pocket closely, the three, the Three Plus and the flip are spec wise the exact same thing. So if you're wanting okay. to get a three, or if you already have a three plus and you're looking to get the flip, it may not be a 
something that you should do considering that it 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 costs it, it's just it's more money for the same basically the same device except it's a clamshell device me personally i love clamshells you know i i bought your i bought your 3ds my new 3ds yeah. I, yeah your new 3ds xl i bought off you and i i personally love clamshell devices like mm -hmm. that's uh, as something I enjoy I, because so the, like, game, the Game Boy SP was just so peak. The Game yeah, Boy oh, SP was so good. Peak. Yeah, and just the I love the clamshell design that that Retro Pocket is going with. I believe it's just a little bit smaller than a 2DS XL than a new 2DS XL. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit smaller. The joy, uh, the joystick placement is not where I would say is the most ideal. But you know, honestly. I think the only time you're going to really be using it is when you're playing in 64 GameCube stuff like that and for the most part your your hands are pretty much where they should be for the most part. Mm -hmm. I'm not really too worried about where it is. Yeah, uh, I, I kind I kind of don't like the joysticks. Oh, by the way, shout out to this retro Dodo guy that I'm using his oh, video yeah. as coverage for like the flip. But um Yeah, he's been following him fairly closely. But I really like the way, like where everything is placed. The colors. I, on I do are not really nice. like those joysticks. I hate that they're down there. To be able to hold that and then like and then have your thumbs down here, like that's so close to the bottom. Like your thumbs are gonna no, be close. No, exactly. That's why they're gonna be close to yeah, where your pinky really, is. It's, it's really weird. And then if you're playing, really if you're playing any game that uses the right stick as a camera, and you're gonna be moving and the right stick at the same time, like that's gonna be so awkward. I feel like, and then you have to go over here to press the buttons. I don't but know. there is a grip. There is a grip for the for the retro pocket that they sell separate. I might. I'm not gonna lie, cause there's still. Oh, not for the I flip. Think you can buy it. Yeah, you can still buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for the flip. For the oh, flip. really? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, if you go onto their store, it'll be right there. So the retro pocket flip, it'll show the price. It's 165. That's uh 164. That's before shipping. I believe for the most part, we're all gonna get like twenty dollars shipping. Unless you're like in some part of the United States, like Hawaii, where it's like $30 shipping because you can only use DHL, something crazy like that. But for the most part, it's pretty fair. I love um, that retro, retro pocket. They always uh, have that like old school Nintendo color palette, the SNES color palette with the, oh, the, yeah. the light purple and dark purple on the, the gray. Like, I think it looks that look, so nice. It looks Honestly, so I think nice, I'm going to yeah. go with that one. I'm going to probably go with that one, but they. Or or I, I might like the, really, the yeah the indigo yeah the indigo is really talking to me dog it's because like my like i have my retro pocket 3 and it's all black and i love it it's like it's such a it's a nice matte black it's mm -hmm. not really that shiny oh so the retro pocket 2 you gave me is actually the the snes color palette right yeah it's here. the snes colors it's the snes colors so i think i'm gonna shoot for unless somebody unless somebody can tell me otherwise to go like to to get a different color because i definitely don't go for like the sport red the watermelon's kind of cool because you know it gives me it gives me the uh n64 yeah i like the watermelon I love the transparent. My my Game Boy Advance was the gray transparent with the with the light buttons. I love that shit. Ever since, like I try, I try to get all my controllers transparent. I love it. Oh yeah, I love 100%. the I love the aesthetic of it. The aesthetic of it, of course. Like it's yeah. super nice. It's super cool. Uh, for for sure, I think button layout for the most part, stacked shoulder triggers, nice. Uh, where they keep the home button. Uh. Like oh here's the grip I see here audio jack well, most things are pretty normal uh it's a magnetic closure so that's gonna be nice I'm happy with that 
Everything seems pretty spot on for retro pocket the retro pocket flip. I and it's a five it's a five thousand milliamp hour battery, Bluetooth 5.0, it has Wi-Fi, uh four gig uh four gigs DDR4 uh RAM, 128 gig storage, and it's running Android 11. There's active cooling, which the only reason they would put in an active cooling system inside of the retro pocket flip is because more than likely they really want people who are looking to find something to play uh like an intensive GameCube. game like an intensive game like, like, a play, like a playstation 2 or a gamecube or like a wii yeah something like yeah. that yeah because right now i think comfortably you could probably play on retro on the retro pocket 3 plus i think watching either retro retro dodo or um retro game core yeah that's what it is retro game core mm-hmm. they said that you could probably play about like 70 percent of the catalog from gamecube oh wow like playable playable on the three plus mm-hmm. which is really good like that's that's pretty solid that's more games than most people have on their gamecube to begin with so i mean that's that's a solid win but uh, I think they put the active cooling there to get that other, like, to get close to that 100% of all GameCube games. And I think, really, that's it. I think, for the most part, if you're looking to get a... If if this is your intro to to emulation, I would highly recommend getting a, a Retro Pocket, whether it's a 3 Plus or the, or the Flip. Or the uh, 2. If you're not a fan... Or the two, the two plus is still great. Like I love two it. Plus, it's fun. Yeah, dude, it, it works super well. Dude, I put so much it's time angry. into it when I was sick because you gave it to me and I had kind of forgot about it for a couple weeks and then I got really sick with the flu and mm. that thing saved me, bro. I was like bedridden for three days and that retroid pocket literally saved me. Like <laughs> it kept my mind off being sick so much. Um, yeah. Well, on the news of. Uh, handheld gaming we also have the steam deck to talk about the steam oh, yeah. deck is currently on sale currently on sale 10 percent off right 10 percent. i believe it's 10 percent. i'm gonna pull up the actual uh prices for it but it is lower now chris uh, as somebody who as somebody who plays a lot of pc games because mm-hmm. i know you have your steam library is quite extensive yeah from what i understand my steam library is pretty uh, big would you would you entertain getting a Steam Deck for the price that it's at right now? What is it at, like four fifty? I'm gonna just double check right now. I think so. It's ten percent off this week because it's its first year. Like it's its first year, and that is very entertaining. So right now, for the base model, for the base model, uh, with a carrying case, it's three fifty nine and ten and ten cents from three ninety nine. That's sixty four gigs of eMMC storage. And it comes in in one or two weeks. No questions asked. 64 no... gigs is nothing, though. It's oh, nothing. Wait, hold on, hold on. It's nothing. But I think there's... On a Steam Deck, so you they can have the put in an external... You, could you can put have an in external it, hard drive, right? Yeah. Well, it's not like an external hard drive, but... Oh, you, you can know, put you in can internal? A, you can put a... You can put a... a whatever it's called. A SD card. You can put an SD card in. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually man. didn't know that. Yeah. So you could put in an SD card in that thing. I'm like I'm more gravitated towards you know I have a PS5 so I mean I'm I'm gravitating towards that 512 gig it's an SSD I, I'm more gravitating towards the 512 gigabyte model just because it's like it's an SSD it's gonna run all these games that you have on your on your Steam library flawlessly perfectly with no lag no nothing so I me personally I think that's I think that's a go to I think that's a win 
right there. What do you think? What, what, what are you gravitating towards? If you're getting a Steam Deck, what are you gravitating towards? Because not only know, does man. it come in with that five, with that, with that five, like say for example, you get the middle model at 256 gigs. You get a fat, obviously you get faster storage, you get an SSD, you get the carrying, ca the carrying case and you get exclusive Steam community profile bundle. I have no idea what that means. Okay, so yeah, I have the sales right in front of me right now. So 359, 10%, that's cheap, man. I, it's it's cheap, it's man. tempting, dude. But honestly, with the Switch and my PS5 and my PS my PC, I'm just like I'm fine. I'm good. Like yeah. I feel like I just don't like, need it because like all the all the handheld gaming I need is like on my Switch already. Like if I'm gonna do any other handheld yeah. gaming, like I'm 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 already gonna be home like playing on my PC. Like I I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's for other there... people, but. Mm -hmm. I, for me, what about, I don't know. What about people that that only that that the majority of their library is pretty much stuck on Steam? Like they they pretty much play only Steam. Like they're they're pretty computer heavy. If they like were a PC only gamer, like, yeah. If you're a PC gamer and you don't have much of like any other consoles, then yeah, I would get the Steam Deck. Like I think it would be yeah, no question. Like, like it like if I had the option between picking a Switch or a Steam Deck, I would pick the Steam Deck. Like oh, if, yeah, like sure. it, like if I oh, had ooh, oof, but you know, so oh but you block yourself off so hard when it comes to like exclusive games that are on Switch. That's the thing though. Yeah, yeah. Like, but if, if you really want to play those games, you'll make it happen by getting a Switch either way. But that's yeah. the point. But like I don't know. The the Steam Deck has never really been a thing that I've been super interested in. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sort of, kind of, what puts me off by it, it's like, I mean, it's inevitable that it's going to be bulky, but like, I just hate how bulky it is. Like, but I, I hear it's really ergonomic. Like, it it feels good in the hand. Like, if I were to buy one, I would have to have you. Like, honestly, I wouldn't even buy it for me because I I don't have like a a very big library on my steam uh, in my yeah. steam library i yeah. don't have that many games on my steam library to begin with like most of my games are in my are in my ps5 they're on my switch like if it's something else it's going to be on my retro pocket that's pretty much as much like when there's a when there's a game that is only pc and it looks awesome it's it's kind of depressing for me, it's kind of depressing because yeah. I don't really have any other way of playing that is, it. That really doesn't happen that often anymore, though. Exactly. It doesn't really happen like, all that often anymore. Yeah. There are only few games that are only PC. Like, only PC? Like, I really don't... I, I really can't even think of one. Like, maybe... Like, the last one I can even think of is, like, StarCraft or something. Like, StarCraft 2. Like, I can't even think of, like, when was the last PC-only game right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I think... It's, it's just I not think... like that anymore, to be honest. Yeah, gaming gaming used I, to be like that where hard like high demand games used to be PC release first. But now mm. but now games are meant to be like released on the next gen all together with PC. Like PCs yeah. lumped together with next gen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, I like remember that... like remember when Crisis came out? Crisis came out and that became the baseline benchmark for every new PC, right? Oh yeah, and then oh, yeah, like, like the crisis test. And yeah. then I remember we would tell ourselves, we would tell ourselves like, oh, how, like when are our consoles gonna be able to play Crisis like this? Like when, like when is my PS3 or Xbox 360 gonna play Crisis this good? And it won't, mm. you know what I mean? But it, now it's not like that. It's like pretty much like if it's playable, it's coming out on all platforms, right out of the gate. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's there is something to be said about a console in your hands that could that can play games like elden ring i dreamed about in it. your hand in i dreamed hands, i dreamed about it growing up dude you can even literally play 
Trust me, bro. I am tempted to buy the Steam Deck just for Final Fantasy XIV. Just because I can oh, play an MMO it? on the go. Like, an MMO in my hands in bed. You know what That's I mean? Insane. That is like, legitimately insane. That is dope. The fact that I could play Final Fantasy XIV on that fucking Steam Deck, like, maybe with, like, a little bits of issues because it's just, like, not properly, I like... I think I think just when it comes, but so many things. That's the thing is that there's so many things in the news when it comes to the Steam Deck, and that people are just trying to put every. They're optimizing. They're optimizing it, yeah. And every every day, something is being optimized for Steam Deck every single day. Mm -hmm. People are trying to get this thing in their hands so that they can play these big AAA titles on something that you can hold in your hands and take wherever you want. You know what? Here's what I say. 20% off, I'll buy it. Oh, 100. 100 I'll, I'll be right there with you. 20, I swear. 20% off, I'm, I'm buying oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think by the time you hit 20%, you think there'll the be a new model? Do you think there's going to be a new uh, model in a couple years? Uh, like, how, how soon do you think the new model will be out? It's an OLED screen, right? I, I actually so. don't know. I want to say yeah. I, I want to say that's yes. an, that's an OLED screen. That's nice. Hold on, because I actually nice, I man. actually do want to know. An OLED screen for three fifty nine that plays PC games? No, it's LCD. It's LCD. Oh, trash. Uh, no, it's <laughs> trash. It's like immediately. No, no, it's garbage. It's trash. It's garbage. Uh, it's I, I knew it's too good to be true. There, there's no way they're selling an OLED screen for three fifty nine on a fucking gaming uh, console. There's no way. No, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. But I, but more like as the years progress like these things become a lot easier to allocate and therefore they cost a lot less money so an ips lcd screen is going to cost substantially less money now they they didn't skimp out on certain things like thank god these things have like like the the thumbsticks are are uh, what's it called hall sensor uh analog sticks which thank god because i don't know why stick drift is a freaking thing in 2023 but here we are because God knows how many people have returned their 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 Switch Joy Cons just because there's stick drift on them. Mm -hmm. But you know, for the most part, this thing is well made. It's like all of the buttons work perfectly. The the D pad works beautifully. Analog tri triggers and bumpers feel fantastic. The way that it grips in your hands, it feels comfortable. As far as I've understood, it fits comfortably in the hand. Now, obviously, resolution suffers. And the you know you're not looking at an OLED screen. Now I didn't. Think is it like OLED seven? Is it like seven twenty when it's handheld, or is it ten eighty? So uh, it's so it's twelve. So the resolution is twelve eighty by eight hundred. That's a sixteen by ten aspect ratio. Okay. That's what it. That's what it hits. Mm -hmm. Now when you're playing emulation on this humongous thing, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it, it really does. Like it really does look really nice. If you watch some of these, some of these, uh, these people on YouTube, like. It looks super oh, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, people... It looks like, real good. Like, uh... That's what most people uh, honestly, do with it. I, you know what? I honestly forgot about that. That's the main thing people use. I feel like that's one of the biggest things people use the Steam Deck for is emulation. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. It's a it's a big community I, of people I honestly that, forgot use about the, that. that a lot of people use the Steam Deck for emulation. Like, sh not strictly. I think when you have this much hardware in, 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 in the Steam Deck... It's hard to just be like, oh, I'm going to just use this for emulation, but it's it's a great emulation machine that you have in your hands that costs six hundred dollars and you're not paying for a full PC for this thing. Like this plays PC games, and you're not paying for a PC. That's insane. 
That is crazy. Now, granted, you're you're still not getting like the like the most beautiful resolution, all this other stuff, whatever. Like honestly, it's it's hard to argue with the fact that you could play Elden Ring on this friggin' thing. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, who does that? Who does that? Damn, bro, you're like, you're like one convincing of the hardest... me to buy this. No, it's the, <laughs> the thing is, is that there's certain games that are impossible that that are even hard to play, just getting a like a good, mid like a mid range graphics card a, a mid range mid range graphics yeah. card yeah man like you cannot play like control control is one of the hardest games to 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 play on a just on a on a mid range graphics card mm -hmm. it still kind of chugs like yeah. even on pretty on pretty good graphics card that game kind of chugs it's hard it's a hard game to run and it runs very well even elden ring you run it very well on this console and it's you know you can chalk it up to the fact that you know there's you know there's a good like they have an amd chip in there it's it's good it's it's a good like amd make good everything really from from their from, from all of the stuff that they make they make good stuff and mm -hmm. to partner up with steam and to do all this stuff with valve it's it's like it's a no-brainer but like honestly if if it were twenty percent, I would buy it. And my and my Steam library is not that big. Dude, really you're, you're like not that impressive. This conversation is genuinely convincing me to buy this. I'm not even joking. Like I, I really, like it's just for the emulation alone, I honestly want to buy it. No, because you can play you can play GameCube and PS2 very well on the Steam Deck. It's a very good machine for that. Like, it's very, very good. And to think that you can play PS2 games and GameCube and still play all of your PC games on this tiny thing that you can hold in your hands, that's insane, bro. That is crazy. And I, I love the uh, those little pads on the side that yeah. can be used as, uh, like, uh, mice. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, it, it, it was very intuitive, the way that they made this thing. The way they designed it is very intuitive. Granted, it is huge, and honestly... Like if you're taking this, it's the only thing you're taking on a trip with you because nothing else gonna fit with you. But I think if you've been on the fence for a while, getting getting a a Steam Deck, this is this is very tempting. It's a very tempting offer. I'm not gonna lie to you. If it were 15, I think everybody would have bought it. Honestly, 20 is kind of a is kind of a pipe dream, but 15 percent. How many off? years ago did this come out now? Two years ago? How no, many? it came out a year ago. It just came out last year, dog. Last year? Oh. Last year. This is their first year. That's why they're doing the ten percent off because that that's gonna get people fired up to get the new one, uh, to get to get this one, like to 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 finally jump into it and to to just see it not be six fifty and to see it to see it at five eighty five for the whole thing for like bells and whistles and everything five twelve gigs SSD, like the fastest storage that you can get. Like it's an anti-glare etched glass, the the carrying case, all of it. The like it's it's such a tempting offer. Like it's so tempting to get it. Honestly, I'm getting that Richard pocket flip. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's it. <laughs> I'm getting it. Like I'm getting it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Dude, it in my. I'm gonna put you it. You have in, so in, many. You have so many emulation devices, man. Oh yeah, it's 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 kind of insane. It's it's kind of an obsession, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. Like those things, I I love emulation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it, it's it's definitely something that I I am passionate I, about. I, and it's a lot of fun. I grew up getting my like Game Boys, DSs, and PSPs. Hat. I would get them like a 
OPSP hacks, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. that's for a different that's for a different you, that's for a different conversation. You would hack it with a, a Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories game disc. Ooh. You would have to have it on PSP firmware, a PSP one thousand model on its earliest firmware because the Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories or something like put it at its original firm. Dude, I don't know, man. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> I remember learning to do it as a fucking like literally like eight nine years old. I was learning to do this shit. It was crazy. Oh, it was man. insane. Like right. fucking well, hacking into devices and shit. Moving away from uh, the Steam Deck talk. We're still on consoles right now, but uh, one thing that I saw floating around online was this picture of a PS5 Pro and a PS5 Slim. Oh, now, that's I feel right. like, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Brother, I feel like the PS5 just like just came out, and I, I I feel like I haven't even had my PS5 for that long. For them to even come out with a PS5 Pro. Like, what does a PS5 Pro even look like? What is this? It's still, it's still a rumor, though, right? It's still a rumor, but I feel like there's, it, it, it kind of is, but not really. Like, people are hinting at it. Like, but people are hinting at it pretty hard, which is kind of, it's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Like, people are really looking at this thing and looking at the PS5 Slim. Like, that looks really, really nice. It looks like some of the renders for that PS5 Slim look real nice. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? I don't know if you have a photo up of it, but it looks pretty cool. I'm looking I think it's going to be, I think it's, I think it's going to replace the PS5, uh, the digital version of it. Uh, I think that's what's, what it's meant to replace. I think they basically took the entire PS5 digital and just made it smaller, which. Dude. No, the PS5 Pro big. looks so booty. Why does that shit look so big? <laughs> no, Plus, it looks huge. It does. It looks really big. <laughs> Dude, it looks so big. Like, it looks so freaking big, bro. It, it bothers me a lot. Like, I really don't want it to be, like, big and bulky. My PS5 is already humongous. Like, for it to be that much bigger, please, God, no. Please, God, no. No. Make this thing smaller, bro. Like, make... Like, I... I obviously... But it's weird though because if you look at the Xbox, so uh, not the Xbox Series X, the Xbox One X. When you looked at it from the Xbox One and then Xbox the other, the Xbox One S, and then you look at the Xbox One X, it's basically a One S except thick, like it's it's a little bit thicker. So maybe maybe the PS5 goes smaller but more pro. I don't know how you can make it more pro. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like how so it can be more. So the report out. says that Tokyo-based tech giant will first launch the PS5 Slim with detachable disc drive. It's supposed to be a cheaper model. Yeah. May launch in late 2023. That's bogus. That's not gonna happen. Uh, imagine. Imagine if it dropped with a. Uh, oh man, what if it dropped with like a new version of a Switch 2? Like just think of like a Switch 2. Going up head to head with a PS5 Pro. Oh my this god! This is saying that Sony will begin work on the PS6 after 2028. I think it's. I think they're trying to hit like a certain timeline because all these consoles come out like pretty much uh, on time. Like they. By they then, have, like, a by then, timeline. do you think we'll be in the the Nvidia 5000 series? We're in the Nvidia 490 Ti right now. Do you keep up with graphics cards? Not really. Uh, probably people that listen to the show do. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Do you think it'll it, it that that the five thousand series will in will, four will come years? At that point? In four years, in four yeah. Years, in four, four, years, in four yeah. years, we'll for four sure years, be yeah. at five thousand. 
Oh um, yeah, for sure. Will we be at a fifty ninety Ti? I have, I have no idea, but <laughs> and will it cost four thousand dollars and be out of stock for nine years? Maybe. Uh, honestly, that's a that's that's a definite possibility, honestly, <laughs> because you know those graphics cards. I man, I don't even know how it's possible. Like, I feel so many of those those. I feel like so many of those uh, graphics cards. They just whenever they go on sale, they're gone. Like in in less than an hour. Maybe thirty minutes. Now it's easy to get to get yourself a PS Five. I, I just feel like people. Can you just literally just buy a PS Five now? Can I? You can go into Target right now. No, right now. But can today. I? You can go into I, Target. Can I buy it online right now? Hold on, PS5. Yeah, you can get it on there. Get, For sure, right? Go to yeah. Go to Sony's website. Go to Sony's website right now, and you can just straight buy it. Yeah, yeah. Target, Best Buy. Yeah, you can straight up buy it anyway. Yeah, it was funny actually. I I went to go uh, just some random like train of thought. I went to I went to GameStop. First off, they had a PS5 bundled with God of War Ragnarok. I was literally it. just looking at that. I just closed yep. it, but I was it's, just looking at that. It's bundled with God of War Ragnarok, but they also and I, I went to go and I, I wanted the digital to, edition, right? Uh, oh yeah, this is a great bundle. Yeah, man, it's a solid bundle. And they and I went to go and I wanted to get the PS5 the pro, the the pro controller the pro controller bro that pro controller is something else wait uh, you're getting that no i don't know i don't know no Do you no know Dwayne? don't don't Dude, do you it. know Dwayne has been pushing me so hard to get that thing don't do he's it he's been bro. pushing don't, me so don't, don't do it. that's so much money for no reason it's don't so do much it. money for a damn controller dog don't do no, it don't do it. do it i can't no don't, no, no. don't justify I, I, that man no save your save your money for the next theme deck sale no i gotta get my retro pocket flip bro you know it no but honestly I think with these vendors, I think it's a possibility that uh, PlayStation goes for a new version of it. Uh, maybe the PS5 Pro. I think more uh, a a PlayStation 5 Wait, Slim. Did we get a, did we get a PS4 Slim? No, we got a PS5 Pro. We got, that, we, that, we got a PS4 we got. Pro, and that was the Slim. Oh, we right? got a PS4 Pro. We got the, a PS4 yeah, Pro. Yeah, because the original PS4 looks like that. Okay, I have them here, I think. Yeah, we got a PS4 Pro. Because I, I got it. I got I got the pit man. It was so depressing selling that thing. I went to GameStop. I got the uh, PS4 Pro version. Uh, the uh, the God of War version. Mm -hmm. uh, selling that thing was so depressing. I remember going to the GameStop and and turning it in. I was just like, I'm gonna regret this. Like in a month from now. When you sold your those, pro? Yeah, I sold at my pro. At GameStop? Yeah. Where's my pro? I, I traded in I traded in for for credit. I I traded in for store credit. I think I ended up using that. Oh, I sold my pro to Omar. Did you really? Mhm. Mm I sold my pro what? to Omar cuz I had the PS5. I sold it to him I think uh... for 200 bucks. Yeah, 200 bucks. I think I got a little bit more. Or maybe but I also got a like a no, I no, no. no. I think I charged him 300 because I also gave him like six games seven games because i got the ps5 digital so i didn't need oh, my yeah. physical games anymore so i gave him a ton mm -hmm. of games and i gave him two controllers so i charged him 300 for the console pretty decent price yeah pretty decent price it's not too bad but uh yeah i mean it, it this is obviously this is just a rumor these are things we're just speculating honestly if it comes out at the be at the end of this year i mean honestly i feel like it ps5 just started like Sony just started making PS5s available for everybody. That's it, that's like about this year. I that's like what I was gonna say. Year. Yeah, that it just became widely available like this year or last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's I like, felt like it was like last month. Like we were talking about that in February. 
like the beginning near, like near the like near the end of february i was like is there is there is there a shortage anymore i feel like there's no more there's no more shortage anymore i think people can actively go onto their website and just buy one outright so i really hope that scalpers if if it, if it is true scalpers stay away because you know people that actually game want to game and want to play this stuff mm-hmm. like it would be super freaking annoying but i also feel like the the cost for a ps5 pro would cost so much money that it's going to turn people away from it entirely and make ps5 just so much more appealing to just get the base model for it yeah i think that's i think that's what's going to end up happening yeah. that's that's what i think is going to happen but let's okay. let's uh let's let's go ahead and uh start closing it off with the deals for switch and playstation sure. so i got up right now the essential picks wait is that the latest deal because i think there's a new sale going on for playstation hold on yeah yeah essential picks that's the one so for spoken rest in peace uh oh yeah r.i.p what's that <laughs> price what's that price that 33 percent, 46 dollars Ooh, 33 percent off my god Not one piece odyssey i was actually gonna try one piece odyssey but i don't know I hear- I- is it good? Dude, Dude One Piece, One Piece games, first of all, don't do well at all. Like, I think the only One Piece, like, game that does well is the One Piece Warrior games, which are, like, the Dynasty Warrior games. And yeah. those are, like, the only ones that do well. Other than that, like, One Piece games are honestly pretty trash. They're pretty yeah. they're pretty subpar, mediocre. Oh, yeah. NBA 2K, who cares about sports ball? Not us. Maybe nope. you. <laughs> um, no, dude. I already told you. I, I I think I told you when when we were talking about the uh, PSVR two. I think the only time I'm really interested in playing uh, any sports game is probably if I were to play it in VR. I think yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But I think apart from that, absolutely not. No way in God's. Need for Speed nope. un- Unbound. I don't even know if that's good or not. I kind of want to play it. I kind I I've I've entertained the idea every now and again. I've entertained the idea. It's it's already at fifty percent off. So honestly. And that's for the Palace Edition. So yeah. unless I really wanted it physical, in which case, in this case, I kind of don't. Uh, Were we talking about that Sonic Frontiers was free? I thought we mentioned Sonic No, no, no. Fr- uh, it's not this month. Okay, for everybody who's listening to this podcast, please listen up because this is very important. Sonic Frontiers is going to be free in the month of April. And I'm almost 100,000% certain that is a fact. So do not buy the digital versions or that's that's on ps uh what's it called uh playstation um uh, it's your playstation plus i think it's going to be the free games for the month of april the ps plus premium yeah just just wait for it just wait for it Sekiro shadow like, start twice amazing game uh super, super I, i'm actually is it weird that i'm i'm kind of interested in getting this power wash simulator are you down to play that game i'm i'm honestly like I'm dude down to... everyone is playing that game that's such dude, a big, i kind of want to play it's a it's it, a big it's switch like, stream game like a everyone's playing on twitch like a lot of people are playing it like i kind of want to play it with you are you down because i hear that there's multiplayer for oh wait it is multiplayer i didn't even know it was yeah dude it's multiplayer <laughs> i think it's also uh, yo this game's made by square platform. enix what yeah, the dude. fuck? <laughs> Yo, they really be on it this year, bro. They're That's on it. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why. You know, dude. You know what? I'm we should. We should buy this games. Game. No, let's try it. I, I'm down. To, I'm down to live stream it. Honestly, uh, for anybody watching on YouTube, Midgar uh, special pack. Yo, they have fucking Final Fantasy DLC for this game. Yeah. You power I mean, wash you a, power wash oh fucking yeah, he's, Cloud's he's bike? Yo, you power wash his bike. 
<laughs> That's so funny, dude. I'm telling you, man. It's a, uh, it's, it's something else, dude. I, I don't know why. I, like, I don't know why it took this long for. I'm honestly first pretty off, I had no idea that that this game was made by Square Enix. I had no idea, none whatsoever. And so I, I started doing research on it. I was like, this is made by Square Enix. Yeah, I'm so glad by I didn't know. I didn't know that that was that 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 was a thing until I went on uh, Nintendo's website to look up deals for for the Switch, and they and uh, Square Enix was having like a big sale, right? I, I yeah. Mean, they they technically still do. They still have a big sale on uh, on uh, what's it called on Switch. They have but they have Power Watch Simulator at twenty percent off nineteen ninety nine. But I didn't know that they made this game. I was like, what? What? Y'all crazy, dog. I'm buying the game right now. Out of your mind. Also, they made Life is Strange. I had no idea. But honestly, that's more believable than Power Wash Simulator. What in the world? Uh, <laughs> but let me let me run off some let me run off some games uh for Switch. Uh there's Chrono Cross, the uh, the Radical Dreamers. Wait, edition. bro! Persona 3, oh. Persona 4. Those are important. Persona okay, okay. 3, Persona 4. Okay, go on with Switch. That's all that matters. I, by the way, they, I think that those deals, uh, uh, I think the Persona 3, Persona 4 also are viable on Switch. I think they're also on sale. Uh, if I am wrong, then check me on that, please. Uh, let's see. For Oh, for Square Enix. Uh, other Square Enix games that are on sale. Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers Edition, uh, 30% off. All pretty much every Final Fantasy game is on sale. Final Fantasy 7, 50% off. Crisis Core is 20% off. I feel like that game just came out and it's on sale. Uh, Harvestella is also 30% off. Tactics Ogre Reborn, if you're into TSR, uh, T, uh, Tactics RPG, RPGs, Tactics Ogre is like super, like it's intense how much of a Tactics game that is. Uh, collection of Saga is uh is 40 percent off and this is pretty much decided for me that i have to play these because uh i i which, which not, one what, what game uh the collection of saga the final fantasy Legend, oh uh, yeah i think it's final fantasy legend yeah, 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 i think yeah. it's that or the the you've uh, never played secret of mana man oh that's what i'm saying it's like i haven't played legend of mana i've played secret of mana uh the collection of mana is also 50 percent off that's a 40 dollar that's a 40 dollar collection Dude, secret secret of mana is straight up straight up vibes like it's straight up like action rpg old school vibes it's so good let's Uh, let's get to the switch sales okay so uh moving on into the okay so nis is also having a new uh a sale on switch so the legend of heroes trails from zero that's a fantastic rpg that is 20 percent off uh yomawari is lost in the dark is 25% 25% off. That's, I love that game. Uh, ooh, another great game is uh, The Cruel King and The Great Hero. It's kind of monotonous, but I actually really enjoy the art style of it. It's like a hand-drawn art style. I really enjoy it. It is 45% off, down from $29.99 to $16.49. That is a great deal. Uh, what else? Trails of... Oh, Trails of... Col- uh, the Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3. Another RPG. Ease so you you play the you that. play the trails games? Yeah, yeah. I I think I showed you. Didn't I have you literally you? never played a single one of those games. Oh, it's great! It is great. You gotta play it. You gotta try it. Ooh, I don't know how. I don't even know how to start. Those games intimidate me, to be honest. They're kind of intimidating. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, when I play Trails from Zero, it is it is. Uh, because it's 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 an overarching story, correct? Like it yeah. continues from game to game to game. Yes. 
yeah, yeah, that's what you I, don't need. You don't need to know it, but it like you won't know. I would good, want to. I, I would yeah. want to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For anybody who's like a big RPG fan, like it's like if you want like full backstory, you should. But let play, let like, me ask you: Do they back. do they all continue in the same like? Do they all continue in the same like combat system? Does the combat system tra- change? Uh, I believe. Some of their systems have changed. I haven't I haven't tried out the newest game. I just got it. Like I just got it and I've been so enraptured in uh what's that game that I've been playing? Oh my god. Um I literally talked about the like literal see this is what happens when we have to Oh Atomic Heart, there we go. When we have to like step away from, from, from talking. I, I've been enraptured in Atomic Heart like for, for a minute here and I haven't had a chance Yo, to Yo, there's too many of these the games, games. But NAS makes incredible RPGs. Like they're they're incredible. The Alliance Alive HD uh, remastered is down from sixty five percent. Sixty five percent. The Languister uh, Languister one and two is bundled. It's a fifty dollar get. It's a fifty dollar price. Uh, it's a sixty five percent price drop. That's forty nine ninety nine to seventeen dollars forty nine. That is a tremendous. These are hours. These are days worth of gaming. Like in RPGs, yo, love RPGs. They're they're the people that make ease. Yeah, ease. Yeah, oh. uh, Monstrum Nox is. I think it's uh, it's it's it. I've been wanting to get Monstrum Nox physical for a minute, and actually, I saw Eve's Eleven. I want to say the newest one. I can't remember. It's on it's on PlayStation Five. The newest one is I, is Monstrum Nox. Yeah, yeah. This is Monstrum Nox. It's fifty percent off. It's from sixty down to thirty dollars. Yeah, the newest ease is Monstrum Nox. Use nine, no, no, no. It's not the use nine. Use nine no, is nine is the latest. No, 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 no. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is, bro. No, it's not. I'm, I'm. I'm yes, gonna... it is, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh my god. Nope. Oh my it's yeez. It's yeez. Uh, in, Lacrimosa in... of Dana. That's Lacrimosa seven. Dana. That's eight. Then why is it on on PS5? Because it's just a it's just a report. It's it. It's... Oh, it's a report. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because they, 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 they come out on Switch and they come out on, like, PS5. Okay, so like, being an idiot. No, they, re- they re-release these games. It's the same as the Trails games. Dude, they had a fighting game. Yeez versus Trails in the Sky. It was a Ooh. Yeez Trails. It's pretty crazy. That is kind of nuts. I didn't know they, um, they were, like, like that. Yeah, so I've played a lot of Yeez games. So Yeez Memories of Salsetta I've played, uh, 8 I've played, 9 I've played, 7 I've played, and 6 I've played. And then 1 and 2 I've played. Because well, one Man, and two, you actually played a lot of them, bro. Yeah, Yeez one and two were in like a collection that I played, and then I played six, seven was on the PSP. That was like the best one, honestly. Seven is so badass, and then Memories of Celsetta is eight, which I think is a prequel to seven or something like that. And that mm-hmm. one's badass too. I mean, honestly, dude, they're all fun. I mean, they're so like, like, have you played any of them a lot? No, I haven't played any of the Yeez games, bro. I, you can I, literally I pick up what... any of them. Pick up any of them. There, te- there technically is, like, an overarching story story with the main character, Adol, Adol yeah. whatever. Like, he, he's the main character throughout all the games. So they refer to his previous adventures, like, oh, he's the guy who did this. He's the guy who did this, or he did this in the past. But, like, mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't fucking matter because every game has its own plot, own thing, like, its own everything. Yeah. But you can pick up anyone and play anyone and have a good time with yeah. it. I mean, but like Ease Origin is like twenty dollars. A lot of these games are like 
dirt cheap. Like, they're super inexpensive. Like, the Ease games right now are not expensive. Ease Origin is $19.99. Ease 9 Monstrum Nox is is $30 right now, 50% I, I feel, off. I feel like it's a very like, underrated RPG series, to be honest. Yeah, I definitely got to try it out. I definitely have to try it out. And then one more game I saw that I have to... But tra okay, so Trails I is another one that I never played, though. Yeah, that is... But that's a very... It's very intense. Like, it's a very intense RPG system. So, like, if you're if you're hardcore in the RPG systems, like, that's 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 the one to get. But you've been playing Onanaki, and Onanaki is 60% off from $50 to $19.99. And that's on Switch. I don't know if it's the same thing on PS5. Is it on PS5? Did you play it on PS5? Yeah, I'm playing on PS5. Well, it's free. It, it's free. It's going to be premium. Oh, my God. Then I think the only way I, I, I would get Onanaki physical was... It, wait, does he even Dude, have Dude, why physical? are you trying to get the game physical when you have it free on PlayStation? I don't know. Because I want it. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm a physical collector, too. I can't tell you. I, I don't know what to tell you. But Onanaki is $19.99. If you only have a Switch, that's... Now is the time to get it. Now is the time to get it. I'm probably gonna download it on uh, PlayStation because Chris is already frustrated with me, so I'm probably <laughs> just gonna do that. I was like, what, 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 am, what am I gonna do? Uh, and I think for me, as far as Switch goes, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, if if you have anything that you are that you see that no, I'm trying uh, to get into these trails I games. I'm I'm looking up footage right now of these trails games. To be honest, oh yeah, <laughs> because because yeah, I good games because I'm games. I'm huge into the E series. I love the E series, and I didn't I didn't know it was like they were close like that. Nah, they're they're definitely close like that. They're definitely on they're definitely on point. Like these RPGs are not to be messed around with. They're a lot of good fun, and then uh, whatever. Like I think everything else. Um, I'm trying to look. Uh, obviously, most Lego Star Wars, like, there's a big thing for, like, Warner Brother, Warner Brother games. Uh, there's a spring sale going on right now. So, like, all the Lego DC Universe, uh, Lego DC Supervillains, uh, there's a bunch of stuff for Lego Marvel Superheroes. If you have kids, uh, obviously, these are good options uh, to play. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is down 60% off. I mean, these are huge. These are huge games that span through like tons of different like worlds. So yeah. I think you're gonna have a good time with them. Uh, obviously, Mortal Kombat. Honestly, if you're gonna play Mortal Kombat 11, just get a PS, like, get a PlayStation and play this game because it's a lot more fun. There's a lot more blood too. So like, yeah. honestly, like if it doesn't look as gory as you think it does, I mean, you're playing it on the wrong system. Like, I would never play Mortal Kombat 11 on a Switch. It's just you're doing it a disservice. Like play this game on, like play this game on PlayStation. Play it on an Xbox. I don't care. Like it's a lot of fun on those systems. But if you got, but if you got, if that's the only thing you got, these are good sales, man. These are good sales right now. The spring sale is live, and there's one more game that's out that I have to mention. We could talk about it next week because currently I I actually really wanted to play it, and it's called Have a Nice Death. That game just came out, I believe, yesterday. Uh, you can look it up yourself, but I'm excited to play it because it is a roguelike. It's a 2D action roguelike, and I am freaking excited for it, but you, I'm going to leave that me what this for game next before. Yeah. Huh? You are telling me about this game before, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I definitely am going to be playing it, and I'll be talking about it next week for sure. Uh, Chris, do you have anything to add? What do you no, think? No, that should be it. Um... 
still super excited for Mega Man Battle Network that's coming out in like uh, two or three weeks or something. Oh, dude, I've, act- I've actually been playing Mega Man Battle Network 1 on an emulator. On like, where? On, on an emulator, just on my tablet. I've just been playing Mega Man Battle Network 1. You know, I, I, I pulled out my 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 uh, my Retro Pocket 3 because I had, a, I had a couple of things I had to do with my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to be at the at the dealership for a minute. So I was like, so I bought my I, I bought my retro pocket because I didn't want to bring over my switch. And I was like, oh, you know what I could do? I could check out all the uh, the the Mega Man Battle Network games I have. Oh yeah. And I was like, bro, they're all of them. And I'm like, yeah, they're I all gotta, there. I I I got I got to uh, before we start talking about be- because I told you I think last week that I've never played any of the Battle mm-hmm. Network games, so yeah. I, I now you've hyped it up a bit. I, now I'm you should you should if you have time you should pick up the third one and just start playing the third one. You yeah, know? the third one is the third one is fun and it's it's seen as one of like the best ones. Are they yeah. all standalone? Are they all standalone? Can you just pick dude, up any it, of them? Technically, do, do all... technically it's overarching, but like it's. Dude, it's like, it's like a kid storyline. It's 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 whatever, bro. The the, the storyline is so kiddy and it's so like friendship saves the world. Like it doesn't matter, bro. Like <laughs> it's like, like the kids are trying to save the world. Yeah, yeah. Again, there are some cool things. There there are some cool twists here and there, but like it's just it's whatever. It's more about like yeah. the combat, the b- collecting the battle chips, like. The music's badass. Alright, well guys, thank you so much for listening. Everybody who's on YouTube, please subscribe, like the, like the video. We appreciate it a lot. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And once again, uh, this is Not For Normies. Uh, we'll be seeing you next week, guys. Later. See ya.